0: Welcome back to the Board Game Community Show, a podcast where we get to know people in the board game community. Pretty self-explanatory. I'm your host, Riley Stock, and today
1: our guest is Joe. Hello, hello. Glad, uh, glad you uh, considered me for your podcast. I appreciate the invite.
0: Oh, I appreciate you being such an awesome part of the community. You're Phantom Meeple. You're a streamer, right?
1: uh yeah i i do go by phantom meeple on all of the socials um i recently started uh being a streamer because you know needed something to do in the midst of uh, all the pandemic madness <laughs> so uh, I've, I've wanted to do it for a long time like i i knew about the twitch platform and you know other things like youtube and a couple other things out there and i didn't think that getting into it was going to be as easy as I found out it was like, you know, getting, getting cameras together, all the you know, streaming equipment, lighting, green screen, all that. And I, I thought it was just a so, something people with, you know, all this time and money can do. And when I saw like the price of entry being so minimal, just like, you know, a webcam, you know, some, some fabric for a green screen, I eventually upgraded to an actual one because, <laughs> I think they're way better, but uh, I started off with, you know, just, just, just a, you know, green piece of fabric, just something cheap. Cause what if I didn't like it? You know, I, I'm not going to throw all this money at a hobby that I'm going to do once. Yeah. But, but it, it turned out that I just really, really love doing it and connecting with people and, you know, talking about, you know, video games, which I started with, cause I grew up with it. Um, nice. I'm, I'm pretty, I don't want to say I'm an expert, but I'm I'm pretty knowledgeable on the games that I play. I, I look into, you know, publishers trivia about games because obviously you gotta keep the, the the conversation going. It's it's one thing to watch somebody play a game. It's another to, you know, interact with that person. And that's and that's kind of what I try to do. I try to make it a good mix of, you know, actually playing the game and, and interacting with that as well as interacting with the chat and giving them something to talk about.
0: Yeah, I think you do that really well. I've watched a couple of your videos. Uh, I never get to catch them live just because timing
1: never works out. but (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? You're watching and that's the that's the important thing. And I and I do appreciate that.
0: Oh, Yeah. I one of these days I'll make it live. I will.
1: <laughs> hey, it's 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 all good. I I don't mind. But uh, to, to, to get to get back to streaming though, um, yeah. Prior prior to actually you know wanting to stream, uh, when I started my Twitter account a couple years ago, uh, next February it'll be three years. Um, I really didn't have an intention of being for lack of a better term, like this personality, like I I created it because I despise Facebook. I think, I think Facebook <laughs> is good for some things, but as far as like a social media aspect, I think that places a complete cesspool. So I'm like, Hey, let me jump to Twitter, which I found that is also a giant cesspool. <laughs> 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 but but at the same time, you know, I was, I was going into it, not knowing this. I'm just like, all right, I'll start up this, this other social media account you know i'll throw some board game pictures on there because i i haven't been into board gaming as long as i have video gaming um as far as like board games i've only been playing them for going on like five five and a half years so i'm i'm still relatively new from that aspect but you know i was like i'll throw some board game pictures you know some personal stuff and and lo and behold, like a year later, like all these people who were, you know, Twitch streamers with board games, which I didn't even know was a thing, you know, start following me and interacting with me. And eventually it just, it just came natural that I sort of just became this known person. It, it, it was completely unexpected.
0: Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. That's fun to hear how it kind of flowed into that. Just a natural progression.
1: Yeah, I I didn't I really didn't even try. It's not like I was reaching out to all these people and and just, you know, hey, follow me. I'm a I'm a board gamer too, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I follow people because they had interesting things to say, or, you know, they were they were playing games that uh I was just discovering or or really liked. And it, it, it just came naturally.
0: It's interesting with the board game community. I feel like it's a super duper friendly place overall. And video games gets a little more toxic. Like other places, other communities get a little more toxic and they still can be great and fun. But
1: I feel like board games is just like love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, board, board gaming for sure is definitely an interesting animal. Like obvious, obviously the, the, the term gamer is very, very broad. But as far as like the, the, the tabletop and the board game community goes, I completely owe my Twitch following and everything to that community for the, for the simple fact that, you know, I kind of unintentionally networked with all these people. I, they, they knew who I was. So as soon as I go on Twitch, the fact that, you know, I already had this following, it was, it was so great. And I was like, you know. I, I guess I could get into some board game streams, which that in itself was an interesting uh, adventure as far <laughs> as like equipment and learning how to shoot top down. Like I'm, I'm still learning stuff yeah. and I'm, I'm probably not going to do board gaming as much as I do video gaming just for the simple fact that there is a lot more logistics involved, but, but for the simple fact that there is that community out there, it's just, it's just so heartwarming and wonderful that, you know, everybody supports each other. You know, one person gets done, they raid into somebody else that's on, or, you know, everybody talks to each other. It's so fantastic.
0: Yeah, that is really, really cool. It's, it's interesting to see how that's grown too. Cause I tried to do Twitch years and years ago and there wasn't this like raiding into other people's streams and, and that kind of like, community feel to it it was mm-hmm. it was very much just like you went on and that was it like if people saw it they saw it or like you could promote it on Twitter or you know like it was it was
1: very hard to gain any sort of following oh absolutely absolutely it was a but it was a bunch of you know self-promotion on social media and yeah and and that was really it like it was you and whatever you advertised. Like I had, I had friends who streamed on Twitch many, many years ago. That's how I knew of its existence. And that's, that was kind of the, the, the starting point for me. I'm just like, wow, all this like equipment exists that you can stream video games on the internet. Like who's going to watch that? But, uh, (laughs) you know, like this was like six or seven years ago. When 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 he had told me how much he had paid for his stuff, as far as like you know having having uh, a webcam and and an internal capture card in, in your PC, like it it wasn't as cheap as it is now. Like you can get an external capture card for you know hundred bucks or something, uh, a decent webcam for probably you know just about that much or less, and you're ready to go. Whereas yeah. back then the, the the price was so much higher, and that was my big aversion to. Ever wanting to stream, I'm just like, I'm not going to spend like a thousand dollars to do all this equipment. What if I don't want to? Then I've just wasted my money.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can be pricey. It's kind of the same thing with podcasting. Like I started off super cheap, and I just slowly upgrade things as I'm as I need them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's the same way with streaming. Like I I I have you know a, I started out with a decent headset, and I'd go back and watch my streams, and I'm just like. I sound really horrible, <laughs> and and then I look into it. It's like, well, you need a decent microphone. I'm like, okay, so let me upgrade my mic, get something better, and now I sound a little bit clearer. And even even then, I still want to get better equipment just to get that whole, you know, I don't I don't want to say perfect sound, but for lack of a better term, that.
0: Yeah, I, it's interesting because you have to find the right mic that captures your voice properly, too. Yeah. A mic that works for you may make somebody else sound ridiculous. (laughs) I don't know what it is—just levels and balance. I don't know.
1: Different stuff, stuff stuff way over my head as far as like sound engineering
0: (laughs) goes. Exactly. (laughs) So, out of curiosity, we're going to go to board games eventually, but let's stick with streaming. Uh, Okay. How many? How often have you had like nobody in your streams?
1: Uh, Okay, let me me go ahead and knock on wood here, because this is where everything's going to go downhill, but I'll go ahead and knock on wood. But I have been very fortunate, and it's like I said before, if it was not for the board game community... I would probably be your just you know run of the mill average streamer streaming to absolutely nobody. Uh-huh. But my very first stream, I was fortunate to have like ten people in my stream. Oh I'm my like, goodness, this is great! <laughs> <laughs> like 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 if if you were just the run of the mill person just starting out and you know ten people actually wanted to pay attention to you, like you're going to get a huge head. Yeah, yeah. But on that on that same note. I mean, I've had times where there's you know two or three people in my stream, and and I've had upwards of you know 20, 30 people in my stream. The, the the thing to me is I don't do it for the numbers. I'm not looking right. to become popular. I'm not looking for the attention. I stream because it's a it's a genuinely fun thing to do. I enjoy you know putting games on that that I've either you know mostly played or on Fridays where I play something i absolutely haven't played before and then you get to see my frustration come out which is fantastic <laughs> <laughs> but uh but for that for that simple fact i'm i'm playing to a medium that i know of and i'm comfortable you know talking at yeah it's 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 it's, it's actually a very hard skill like p- playing a game and and talking at the same time it's you know some people just can't do it for some reason it just comes natural to me but uh yeah having 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 one person in my stream is, is fantastic. Cause you know, then I'm, I'm, I'm entertaining that one person. Yeah. If, if, if off, if in the off chance, you know, nobody was in my stream, I'm still going to present a show like I have an audience. Cause that's the thing. You never know who's going to be watching you. And for that specific reason, um, I'm not sure if you know how, um, the, uh, the dashboard is on Twitch. If, if, if you, ever gone into or tried to stream recently, but there's, but there's, um, there's statistics at the top of the street screen. Like it shows you how many followers you have, how many people are watching you at the moment, how long you've been online and you can toggle those things on and off. And I toggle off my viewers. So I don't even know how many viewers I actually have until Twitch sends me an email at the end of my stream saying, Hey, you've had, you know, you had this average viewer, you had this maximum viewers, and this is how long you went for. Cause for for me, I'm way more of a perfectionist than I should be. I want to, you know, be the absolute best I can. And if I am paying attention to the number of viewers and I see, oh crap, there's one viewer, you know, watching <laughs> me, like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Like, is, is is this not good enough? And it gets in my head and it affects the stream. So turning it off, I'm just like, okay who cares if there's one person watching me or 10 people watching me, you're still going to get the same performance no matter what.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the perfect attitude. Like there's been times where I've popped into somebody's stream and they had zero and I jump and I jump in and they're like mid talking and they're mid narrating what they're doing or what they like about the game or certain aspects. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And then there's other times where it's like you jump in and they're just playing and it, you stick around for a couple minutes or you might try and talk to them and nothing happens. So I think you're really good at engaging uh, your audience and presenting as well. Like you present facts and you present things while you're playing. You don't stop playing to like address the community. You can just keep playing, talk to the community. If nobody's talking, you share random stuff or thoughts and it's very well done. I mean, bravo.
1: Well, I, I, I appreciate that. Just you, you, you just got you just gotta keep it moving. That's really it's really all it is. I mean it's it's no it's no different from a podcast. You you wanna you wanna keep the conversation moving, you wanna keep it interesting, you wanna keep, you know, whoever you're talking to engaged, or you know, you don't you don't want those those periods of silence because it's gonna be those periods of silence that somebody comes in and they're gonna walk right out. Because <laughs> you're not you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there mashing buttons, playing a game. Like who who wants to watch that?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, let's jump to board gaming. So you said you started playing board games like five years ago, right?
1: Yeah. So in, in an interesting story how how I actually got into board gaming, and uh, I'm not I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, with Ross. He's also a board game yeah. streamer on uh, More Games, please. So I told him this story when I when I guessed it on his channel a couple of weeks ago, and I, I love telling this story because people are kind of, I kind of get the same reaction after I tell it. Like that that's your board game story. That's super interesting. So what happened was when, um, when my fiance initially moved in five years ago, uh, she was looking for some some closet space to throw some shoes away and just you know keep keep them keep them away. And she goes into this hall, small hall closet that I have. And she finds this like small pile of games I had. And I think I might've had I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 games. Like I had uh, I had pandemic, I had firefly, a uh, couple of mass markets, you know, your monopoly clue risk, all, all that stuff. And she turns to me and she's like, Hey, I didn't know you played board games. It's like, well I do, but I don't really play them with a lot of people. Cause I, you know, my friends really aren't into it. They're mostly into video games and stuff. But uh, the, the couple of games that I, that I have played and kept since I was a kid, you know, if, if anybody ever wants to, I'll, I'll gladly do it. So from, from that point on, she's like, well, I'll play with you. I mean, I, I don't mind board games. And I'm like, well, great. So the next day, she goes online and starts her journey down the rabbit hole. She <laughs> goes on YouTube. She finds Will Wheaton's tabletop. And from there, it's game over. She like goes through two or three seasons. I think, I think at that time there was the third season of Tabletop had just started on YouTube. So she blasts through like every episode and she tells me about it. And before she gets done with her story, she's like, Oh, by the way, you need to watch this episode on a game called Fortune and Glory. I'm like, okay. So I watch it and before I'm even done, she's like, by the way, it'll be here on Wednesday. I'm like, <laughs> what did you do? I'm like, and then I go, I go to Google and I and I find the price of fortune and glory, and I see this is like a hundred and a hundred dollar game. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You just spent a hundred dollars on a board game? What is wrong with you? <laughs> she's like, it looks really fun. It has all my favorite things. I love Indiana Jones. You get to, you know find treasures and stuff and you get to punch nazis in the face <laughs> i'm like well with a, with a sales pitch like that i guess i really can't fault you so for so fast forward a couple of days fortune and glory gets here we we put it out on the table we set it up we play the game and i'm like absolutely in love with this game i'm just like this is fantastic where where have all these games been all my life like i can't believe there's these you know huge games with all these pieces that that are so like in depth and wonderfully well done. So then I start going down the rabbit hole, and <laughs> fast forward five years, two thirds of my living room is board game shelves. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> so yeah, it uh, it all stems from my fiance wanting to find closet space. Wow.
0: That is yep. incredible.
1: Yep, and that's that's the reaction I usually get. Like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't, you know, a friend introduced me to board games. It wasn't, you know, I went I walked into a shop and saw some stuff and wanted to try it. No, my fiance wanted closet space. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's
0: so unique because most people it's like Oh, I went to a game night with some friends and they were playing Catan and I was like, "Whoa, I've never done Catan before."
1: Yeah, I I didn't even know game nights were a thing. Like, I was oh, completely really? I was completely oblivious to the <laughs> the amount of hobby that is board gaming. I didn't know that people got together for board game nights and 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 played all of these fantastic games or or that or that shops dedicated to them existed. I was 100% oh, wow. oblivious.
0: That is wild. And then someone explained it to you, and they're like, "You know, a land party? It's like that, but with a board game."
1: Oh, that—that's—that's that's a fantastic segue. It's—it's it's very similar. Like you go to somebody's, like, have you ever heard of a land party where people bring their computers into one room and then hook them all up and and, and play the same game? Like when, when somebody made that connection to to. Like a board game night, like people bring like bags and bags of these games and sit around a table and play. It was it was completely foreign to me. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But, you know, now it's just like, ooh, board game night. When? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this. Exactly. What's uh, what are some of your favorite ones? uh so this is always a loaded question right because you know my my, my favorites do change with 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 the times however I do have a handful that I will always go to never say no to play because they were they're one either near and dear to me because it has a you know fantastic theme or it's a great game or I've just played the hell out of it so uh, if I were to give a handful of titles, let's go with, like, five. Uh, top of the list is probably Lords of Vegas. I absolutely love Lords of Vegas. So that's, that's another one that uh, I get to blame Will Wheaton for. So he, he, di- he did that as the opening episode of Tabletop in Season 2. And I, I watched it, and I'm just like, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's going to be fun or not. So we'd go to game shops, we'd see it on the shelves, and I think it took like five or six trips, you know, picking it up, putting it down. I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, let's let's just let's just take a chance on this. How bad could it be? And it, it's it's another one where you got it on the table, and I'm just like, this is the greatest game ever. And I always suggest it to people that want to you know get their foot in the door to, to to play games. I always suggest Lords of Vegas, and I bill it as. It's a Euro-style Monopoly that has an end. Oh, that is a little more selling. <laughs> yeah, so so when I when I sell it to people like that, they're like, "Oh, tell me more." So I mean, I'm I'm, I'm guessing by your reaction, you you've never actually played Wards of Vegas. Yeah, I, I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a fantastic, fantastic game. Um, so basic premises is your is you're building casinos in Las Vegas. However, it. the game heavily relies on chance. So you have this deck of cards and on the board there's sections of the Vegas Strip that uh, you build your casinos on and when you turn cards on this deck, you basically get a, a plot of land and then you can spend the money you earn to build casinos and depending on the color of card that comes up, you'll get victory points and the way you win the game is purely based on how many victory points you get not how much money you make. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that sounds way more entertaining. It's 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 a great game, but the elements of Monopoly are there. Like you're you're buying properties, you can trade properties, but it doesn't have the whole, you know, roll and move aspect. Like the when the when the deck of cards runs out, that's the end of the game. Whoever's ahead wins. So that's awesome. it, it it has all of the great mechanics of, of a Monopoly style game inside uh inside euro mechanics but you're not going to sit there for six hours because you know you can't land on the one square you want yeah ridiculous
0: yeah uh monopoly drives me crazy
1: <laughs> i mean, don't get me wrong I, I i love a proper game of monopoly not You know, let's throw let's throw 500 bucks in the middle for for free parking and completely break the game. Yeah, that's 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 the biggest problem with Monopoly. People throw in all these house rules and it completely breaks the game.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the classic games like that get house ruled to make it
1: more interesting for the group. Oh, absolutely. So I, I totally didn't mean to go off a tangent there, but uh, it, it 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 works with Lords of Vegas. So yeah. that's that's so that's one. Um, okay. an, an, another one this this one's going to kind of be broad because there's there's so many games out there, but anything in the 18xx genre mm-hmm. I'm there.
0: Nice. Do you have a is there like a pinnacle for you? A favorite favorite of those?
1: There, there absolutely is, and um, my 18XX story is not as interesting as my board gaming story, but very similar. So, when I when I initially got into 18XX games, I went in with the mindset of, "Hey, I like train games like Ticket to Ride. How bad could this be? This is this is going to be Ticket to Ride on steroids." Fast forwarding a little bit, I completely kick myself in the butt for ever thinking that thought but let me let me let me stitch the story up to the middle (laughs) so any 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 board gamers worth worth their salt has heard of 1830 it's it's like the granddaddy of all 18xx games like you've heard of 1830 um, i'm assuming i haven't actually oh okay that's that's definitely a first so i think
0: i'd have to look up the I bet if I saw the cover, I'd recognize
1: it. Maybe you would, but 1830 is is basically considered like the 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 pinnacle, the granddaddy of all 18xx games. It's it's kind of what got the genre on the map. But the very first one is actually a game called 1829. But I'll I'll I'm not I'll, I'll digress there. But anyway. <laughs> Walking around, walking around yet another game shop and, and my fiance and I see this, you know, box 1830. We look at it I'm like, oh, hey, this is a train game. This, this could be absolutely fun. We, we love train games. So we buy it. We bring it home, get it all punched out. We read the rules and it hits us. These rules are written in Greek. We don't get it. We're like, what did we buy? What did we get ourselves into? This is completely ridiculous. So, what do we do? We do what anybody else does. Time to go to the Google machine. So we Google, you know, how to play eighteen thirty, and we come across uh, Ambi's video. I, I, I'm I'm sure you're familiar with Ambi. Uh huh. Okay, so we come across her her how to play eighteen thirty, and as as wonderful as she is, still didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what did we do? What did we buy? We're never gonna play this game. So fast forward a couple of weeks, and we we were looking for for a game group, and my fiance finds one online that you know was was gonna get together soon and wanted to meet us just based on you know talking and games we played. I'm like, all right, this is great. So we show up at this at this game night and it was in the it was in the back room of this comic book shop that had a, had a gaming space and on the table they have set up 1862 and apparently it had just come out so i look on the table i'm like oh no this is an 18xx game i don't know how to play this and I didn't want to play it just based on how ridiculous the rules are. But I wasn't going to just show up and be like, hey, guys, nice to meet you. Uh, you have an 18xx on the table. Uh, I don't want to play this. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll suck it up. I'll sit down. I'll, I'll try and grasp this game. But I don't know what it was at that moment. But the way they taught me how to play 1862, everything just clicked. I'm like, this is fantastic. You you know, you basically buy stocks, you buy trains, you run your companies and hope you don't make a really bad decision. And from that point on, I'm just like, this is the greatest thing ever. Where has 18xx been in my life? So go home, you know, order a copy of 1862, and two years later, I have like 17 different titles. Oh wow. <laughs> I fell down the 18XX hole hard. I really got into it.
0: That is awesome. I I don't think I've actually played any 18XX games.
1: Well, they're re- they're it. really easy to get into especially now. Um there's a there's a website, a free website, 18xx.games done by uh oh, I forget his name. It's it's escaping me. But uh there's about I think 20 different titles online, free to play, and uh, there's a tutorial on how to kind of get into it. And the 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 community on that site is so fantastic. Like if you, if you say, "Hey, I'm a newbie, I want to learn how to play," there's going to be somebody who's going to teach you how to play. Oh, nice. So, awesome. yeah the 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 ease of getting into 18XX now is so much easier than before the advent of the internet because beforehand, like. If you were to mention eighteen XX to somebody, I mean yourself included, you'd never actually heard of it. But for those that had, it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of that's kind of like the good old boys club. It's you know an acquired taste, something you kind of have to be invited into.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I know I've seen them now, so I've, I've googled it while we were talking, and I was like, oh, okay, like yeah, eighteen the year, and then there's all of these different board games. And so I know I've seen them around.
1: Yeah. And they're, and they're, and they're all, and they're all different based on, you know, the, the, the time period and the, the place in the world where, you know, railroading took place. That's kind of, that's kind of their theme.
0: Yeah. So that was, that's interesting. I will, I'll check them out. I will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, just it's for you. <laughs> just for me. You, you don't, you don't need to do it on my account, but I, w- I will, I will say it it is definitely an acquired taste. You either you're either gonna like it and get it, or you're just like, this is way too much math for me. I'm not doing this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be one that I know I can't play with my wife. Like, I I taught her Sleeping Gods last night, and she was super duper overwhelmed.
1: (laughs) No, 18 XX is definitely not for your average medium weight gamer. Like if you're you're going to sit down and play an 18 XX game, I mean, for one, most of them are a minimum of three players. So that's, that's another big kind of curve into it. There are two player games out there. Like 18 Chesapeake does the two player variant extremely well. 18 New England's another one that does it rather well. So there, there, there are two-player 18XX games out there. But if you're going to get the true experience, you got to play with you know four or five people. Because if if you if you don't have that that you know corporate business competition mentality in the game and other people to actually compete against, it kind of loses a little bit of it, a little bit of its luster, a little bit of its steam i see what you did there well done sir well done <laughs> well done thank I, I, you I wasn't, even, I wasn't even thinking that oh that's so bad <laughs> oh man you got me good all right all right well that's the podcast good night folks <laughs> see ya.
0: that's actually the last episode ever bye <laughs> oh man that's
1: good uh, so well, uh done. do you have other favorites I, I, I do have other favorites, um, and I'll and I'll go through these rather quickly, uh, since I since I don't have any more fun stories, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, uh, top favorites of mine that I that I like to play: Mansions of Madness is a is a fantastic mm-hmm. game, in you know, set in the whole Arkham universe. Um, Carcassonne was one of the first games I ever played, simple light Euro, but I still love it to death. Great game. Uh, just about anything by Vital Lacerda. I will play No Questions Asked. If I had to pick a favorite of his, I would probably say Lisboa because it's just a wonderfully, wonderfully made you know worker placement area control game. Uh-huh. Super super fun. Um, and probably to top out the list, I'd say Terraforming Mars because that's a that's another great game.
0: Ugh. I really really want to play that one. Oh, you should. You absolutely should my friend has it and then the pandemic started and i was like okay well i guess we'll wait
1: until this is over to play this <sighs> but well i mean you, you could you could always go the digital route there there is an app oh there
0: is huh i think i saw that the other day
1: yeah it's on i think i think it's on it's on both ios and android as well as uh, steam if you're familiar with that platform
0: yeah yeah i use steam Yes. I use
1: tabletop simulator all the time. Oh, there, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 terraforming Mars app is is relatively well done. I think they just recently implemented the Prelude expansion to it. I could I could be wrong, but I remember reading that somewhere. But it's, it, it's a well done interpretation of the game.
0: Nice. Well, let's get to know you outside of games. Okay. So, what do you do?
1: So, so my day job. I'm a financial management analyst for the Navy as a uh, as a civilian. Uh, oh, wow. It's a, it's a lot of boring financial auditing math stuff. Also, a little bit of uh, financial compliance too. Really, really boring stuff, but I enjoy it. <laughs> Tying back to 18xx games. <laughs> Well, un, un, uninten- unintentionally, the, 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 reason, <laughs> the reason the reason why I enjoy it so much is um, I'm I'm a I'm a former Marine. I did ten years in the in the U.S. Marines, and uh, one of my co- one of my uh, collateral duties, of, aside from my normal job, was uh, being a travel administrator, and that kind of dealt with you know the the finance aspect a little bit. And once I got out of the military, I was fortunate enough to find a job in that field. So it's uh it's 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 kind of come full circle.
0: It's interesting. A lot of times people are like my Marine friends. I almost joined the Marines. Uh but they once they were done and they're you know they were out, they're like still very against all the other branches and very superiority complex about <laughs> like <laughs> oh it's, a, it's babies, a, those
1: wusses, you know. Oh, it's it's absolutely true the 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 ragging on the other services is completely real, and like, now you're with the at, Navy. Yeah, like <laughs> we we'd always we'd always make jokes that uh, that the you know even though the Marine Corps is a department of the Navy, it's the men's department. You know, we're, 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 <laughs> we're, the mar- Marines are superior, we're the best. But uh, at, on on the flip side, the Navy does have their own jokes, so it's uh, yes. <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, we're all on the same side. It's just all. It's it, it's all good ribbing, you know. Yeah, exactly.
0: You've got each other's back at the end of the day. It's just like firefighters and
1: policemen, exactly. Oh, my goodness, exactly. It's it's <laughs> it's it's, 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 the, it's kind of the same difference.
0: Oh, that's cool. Uh, what else do you do for fun?
1: Uh, so out so outside of uh, board gaming and video gaming, of course. Um, I, I guess I'm sort of an amateur chef. <laughs> um, every 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 now and then, I I, I like to cook stuff. Um, I used to post a lot of pictures on on Twitter with food I made, but I haven't done it recently, just simply because you know the whole streaming thing is kind of kind of taken up most of my time, and I either forget to take pictures of what I cook or I just completely forget about it. But I absolutely enjoy cooking. It's 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 just so much so much fun. To just, you know, try and make new things, especially from other cultures. Like my, my, my nationality, I'm Puerto Rican and Italian. I absolutely love making Puerto Rican food. It's so good, whether it be, you know, roast pork or rice and beans or, you know, uh, completely jump on the other side of the planet and, you know, make some Indian food or, you know, Japanese curry or just anything, really. I'm, I'm up for the challenge of, of cooking. I really enjoy doing that.
0: That is awesome. I love it. I love food, and my wife and I on our uh, on our honeymoon, we went on a cruise, and it stopped in Puerto Rico, and that was some of the best food. Like we still seven years later, seven years later, keep talking about. We need to go back there just for the food, just for the
1: drink. Like oh, everything 100. there was so good. I d- I don't blame you. Like you know all 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 of my friends when i when i cook for them if i if i make you know uh roast pork or in spanish called pernil or you know arroz gandules you know rice and beans you know they're, they 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 crave it cuz it's, it's just so good
0: yeah well you know you're not that far from me no I don't. <laughs> i'll come on up and you can cook me dinner no <laughs>
1: Hey, you know what? I <laughs> I am I am not opposed to that at all. I will cook for anybody and everybody. I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm not picky. Especially especially if you're going to play board games with me. Yes. Oh, come on. I'll make all the food you want. Just sit at the table, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh the episode that's coming out before this episode, the guy talked about how he, him and his wife would host game nights and they would make food themed to the game
1: yeah i i i I used to have a friend who who did that but they they sadly moved away and i haven't seen them in a few years but yeah they would absolutely do theme theme board game nights and it's and and it's so fantastic and so creative
0: (sighs) yeah you gotta take that up come on amateur chef
1: (laughs) (laughs) see here here's the thing I can, I can make food all day. I can, you know, think of stuff to do on my stream. But when it comes to anything, like, artistic-wise, even, even when it's, like, you know, matching a theme up, uh, food up with a board game it's just not my department <laughs> my 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 creativity level is so far below me it's it's not even funny the, the 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 creativity part goes goes to my fiance she's the crafty one so if if there were going to if there was going to be like board game themed food at at a board night if we were going to host she'd tell me what to make and then i'd go from there but if i were to do it myself i'm i'm completely clueless <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome are you going to are you do you guys have a date set for your wedding?
1: Uh we we kind of throw dates around arbitrarily cuz we're we're absolutely in no rush to get married. We we kind of have a random date in July in 2023 picked out. Oh nice. But this was this was, you know, a couple of years ago where we're like, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll choose this date, we'll go to this place, we'll get married." But at, at this point, it's a I think it's going to be when it happens, it happens. Yeah, totally cool. You guys have a kid, right? We, 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 do, we do have a 10-year-old, and uh, they, they are way more wise for a 10-year-old than they should be. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, if, you, if you hear some of the things that come out of our kid's mouth, you, you, you'd, be, you'd kind of be taken aback and in disbelief that you're actually talking to a 10-year-old.
0: That's awesome. Do you have an example? Do you want to tell a story?
1: Let's see. Kids I, 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 I can't I can't really think of a pure example, but I can tell you some of the stuff that we've exposed them to and it might give you an idea of the things you might hear. <laughs> okay. So we're so we're, we're we're kind of liberal when it comes to stuff that we, we show our kid. You know, if 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 they have questions, we're 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 gonna answer them. Mm-hmm. So we've exposed them to stuff that we grew up with. So they've, you know, they've watched the Golden Girls. They've watched, you know, Married with Children. Um, yeah, we've, we, we are, we're, we're big into RuPaul's Drag Race. So they'll watch RuPaul's Drag Race with us. And, nice. you know, they, they they, completely get it. So just some of the stuff that you hear on those shows, you know, they, they, they'll completely understand, it, turn it around on you and throw out this just, completely wild statement and we're just like are you 10 (laughs) you know (laughs) you throwing down some tea yes oh my god yeah all the tea all the shade all the pink lemonade (laughs) that is our 10 year old in a nutshell
0: oh i love it
1: do they play board games with you they they do um we 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 try to we try to get them into you know somewhat you know lighter and medium weight games because after all they are 10 years old they're not gonna sit in the same chair for you know four hours and play a game (laughs) however we did manage to get them to play a game of 1889 with us and we 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 taught them the game obviously with a little bit of help because you know it's 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 a it's a it's a pretty complex set of rules but we helped them a little too much, and they won the game. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, so uh, th- needless to say, after that game, they were grounded for two weeks and they didn't play with us again <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach them yeah that'll that'll teach you to win a game. How dare you? <laughs> oh, love it. but yeah they they, they 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 like to they like to play games with us every every now and then, but uh, you know, just just like most people were at that age they're they're completely sucked into video games so they're they're mm. pretty much attached to their nintendo switch right now playing fortnite uh fortunately no oh okay they actually despise fortnite and i'm so happy for that because <laughs> <laughs> i despise it myself i am not a fan <laughs> of fortnite at all i've um, never played it I, I haven't either, but I've watched people play Fortnite, and you know, if I'm 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 not about to, you know, slam somebody else's you know in, in enjoyment. If you like Fortnite, hey, good on you. Not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, my nephew just turned eight, and he is obsessed with Fortnite. And I'm, he can talk to me literally for hours about it. It's just <laughs> wild. I'm just like, I'm really excited that you're this passionate about something. And it's like, I know a little bit because I've seen little things and I'm familiar with it. But man, talks my ear off about it. I love it, though. It's
1: <laughs> cute. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, that's kind of the way our 10 year old is. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll talk to us about it's like oh hey i i i found this shrine in breath of the wild or hey look look what i did in animal crossing i i i i made my house like all awesome oh that's awesome though <laughs> see that's cool oh it, it really is like our, our our kids fantastic i wouldn't trade them for the world it'd be weird
0: if you would <laughs>
1: I mean, there, I mean, there have been times. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> there, there have definitely been times where I would be like, "I'm going to kill you." <laughs> so done. Yes, I am so done with your crap. It's like clean your damn room. Go away. <laughs>
0: oh man, do you guys play co-op uh, video games
1: together too? Um, we haven't, we haven't really yet. Because we 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 kind of we kind of keep their their online video game play really supervised because they're they're at that explorative internet age. So uh. once once they're a little bit older, I think we'll give them a little bit more leeway. But but right now, it's pretty much mostly contained to like Animal Crossing, nice and uh, and slightly Among Us.
0: Oh yeah, yeah that which can be rough too because it still has a chat feature.
1: Yeah, but I mean she I mean they they mostly play with their friends, so we oh, we don't okay. mind that they're 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 playing among us it's not like they're playing with random people. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good way to do
0: it. What are your some of your favorite video games?
1: As far as video games go, I like A lot of things across the spectrum um i don't really play like first person shooters all that much i'm not opposed to them but it's just not again not really my cup of tea Uh but uh there 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 are a few that i do enjoy like i like destiny i like borderlands i think they're fantastic series (laughs) so you know i'll i'll play those all day but a, a big bulk of my games i'll i'll still heavily play a lot of retro stuff so Big into Mario, big into Sonic, um, a lot of old school NES and Super Nintendo games. But as far as like modern stuff goes, I am heavy into Japanese RPGs. Absolutely love them. So oh, you, know, you, no. got, you, you got your Final <laughs> Fantasies. Um, as of late, I've been into Monster Hunter Rise on Switch, which I think is a fantastic game. I watched um, one of your streams of that. Yeah, I, 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 am, I am really, really heavy into that game. Um, I wasn't at first. Because a buddy of mine tried to get me to play Monster Hunter World on uh, on Xbox. Yeah, which was so bad. D- Thank you. Somebody else who agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When I, when I played Monster Hunter World for the very first time, I did not like it at all. I found the gameplay just like super clunky, right? super slow. Like it, it, it didn't really tell you where to go. It just kind of threw you in with like a basic button tutorial. And then it's like, okay, you're on your own. Go. Yeah. Terrible. And, and and I'm like, what is this game? So I really regretted at the time paying $60 for it. I'm just like, I wasted <laughs> my money. But again, they they games can't all be winners. You win some, yeah, you lose some. Definitely. So so fast forward a couple of years to to now when Monster Hunter Rise came out. A streamer that I that I watch and have have become pretty quick and close friends with, uh, by the name of Mighty Migs, he started telling me about Monster Hunter Rise, and I go into the you know the same thing I just went into. You it was like, well, I tried Monster Hunter World; it really, really was not my cup of tea, and I'm not gonna you know go down that waste sixty dollar hole again. And he's like, no, no, try it; you'll like it. I'm like, all right, same song and dance, whatever. But fortunately <laughs> enough, there was a there was a free demo on the on the eShop. So I'm like, okay, I'll download the demo. I'll give this a shot again. And I don't know if if Capcom just did some something completely different as far as Monster Hunter Rise goes, but they made the the point of entry so much easier. Like they explained a lot more as far as tutorials go. Like the combat just flowed. Like it, it made sense. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give this another chance. So I buy the full game. I, I, you know, start it up, play it for, you know, a couple of hours, really get into it, pick, pick a weapon. I really like that's, you know, somewhat easy to use and and, and flows really well. And then I look at my watch and it's eight hours later. Oh, well, I completely lost total sense of time playing this game. And I'm like, I completely misjudged Monster Hunter. I don't know what it is, but Monster it, it was kind of like with 18XX. It just clicked at that moment. Yeah. So well, funnily enough, uh, um, um, yeah, funnily enough, I went back and played Monster Hunter World because um, if you, if you have a PlayStation 5, it's uh, Monster Hunter World is one of the free games in like the 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 PlayStation collection that they they give you for owning a PlayStation 5. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, Monster Hunter's World is there. I'll download it. And knowing what I knew about Monster Hunter Rise, I completely misjudged World. Really? 100% misjudged it. The only reason why I completely misjudged World was based on how I knew to play the game in Rise. Uh, like they taught you better in Rise than in World? Exactly. So knowing, knowing the controls in Rise, they were exactly the same in World. And then knowing what you needed to do, you know, hunting different monsters, making different sets of armor and, and just leveling yourself up in that aspect. Had World done that, I think I would have played World a lot more.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah, because I played past, like I played, uh, I don't remember what Monster Hunter it was, but on the PSP, my brothers and I would play that all the time. We loved it. And then World came out years and years later and we were really excited to play it together.
1: And it was just like, Ugh! devastated. So let down. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The combat's still kind of slow and still kind of clunky. But I do not judge World as harshly as I did when I first played it. That's not, crazy. not, any, not anymore. Rise has improved upon that, though, right? A hundred percent it has. OK,
0: is that your number one game right now
1: is, uh, is Monster Hunter Rise? Right now, uh, between that and Returnal on PS5. I haven't heard of that. Oh, so <laughs> Returnal is a treat. So um, I don't know too much about the story right now because I'm, I'm still getting into it. And also since I play it on my Friday streams, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Hmm. But it's, it, if I were to put a game at almost the pinnacle of how to do a third-person shooter, Returnal is probably way up there. So ba- basic story of the game is you, you play this woman who crash lands on this alien planet, but you're stuck in a time loop. You start the game, you wake up in this crash site, and you go explore this planet by, you know, picking up weapons, getting upgrades, and all of this. But if you die, you wake up again at the crash site and start all over again. Hmm. To make matters worse, the maps are always different. So they made it a roguelike. Ah, that's awesome. That yeah, sounds really interesting. It's a really fantastic game, but at the same time, it kind of it kind of has that Dark Souls mentality. Like, it's not as hard as Dark Souls, but it has the same mechanic where if you die in Dark Souls, you lose everything, start over. Have fun. yeah,
0: <laughs> back to the bonfire.
1: Yep, exactly. Back to the bonfire, and that, and, that, and that's that's the way it is with with Returnal. But the, 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 the fact that they have the randomness thrown in there as far as, as, far as the maps, So if you remember where something was on That's another bad. cycle, that <laughs> thing's going to be in a completely different spot. Yeah. So, so basically it, it unintentionally says, hey, you better get good. And if you want to keep all your stuff, don't die. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really cool. It's 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 a fantastic game. I would recommend it to to anybody if they can get their hands on a PS five and and they're into third person shooters. Obviously,
0: P- that's the problem though. PS fives and Xbox Series X aren't available
1: anywhere. Yeah, and and I really don't know how I got two of them.
0: Oh, you got two PS fives? I do. Oh my goodness, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, un- un- unintentional too. So the 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 first one that I got, it was it was the day of the. Uh, the state of play presentation last September when, when they had announced the price point and they were going to start doing pre-orders and I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll roll the dice. It's a new system. I know how it goes. Yeah. But you know, since the, since the pandemic was in full swing, they're like, Oh yeah, we're only going to do it online. I'm like, okay, way to throw another monkey wrench into, into a console launch. Yeah. So the later that afternoon after the presentation had ended, I was, You know, scrolling on Twitter, and I don't remember who had posted it. It was it was some some person. They're like, "Hey, Target's got pre-orders up right now," and everybody's like, "Yeah, you're lying." Sony said they're going to start pre-orders the next day, but a lead's a lead. So I go I go on Target's website. Lo and behold, there it is, ready for pre-order. I'm just like. I'm already thinking like the bots are way ahead of me. This is sold out. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so I get it into my cart and of course the, 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 the same things happen, you know, put it in your cart. Oh, this item's not available. Put it in your cart. Items not available. But the one time I got it into my cart, checked out. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. I beat the bots. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, th- and, th- and this was hours after they announced that pre-orders weren't even starting for another day. So, Come the next day when people are looking for pre-orders, like everywhere is already sold out because apparently, after Target did it, Walmart got in, GameStop started, Best Buy started, like they they all, you know, were were trying to catch up to the power curve. Yeah. So all of the pre-orders were actually sold out before the pre-orders were supposed to even begin. Oh my goodness! And 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 it's all obviously gone downhill from there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the story of the first PS Five. The second PS5, of course, my fiance wanted one because she, she's just as an avid gamer as I am. And she's like, Hey, if I could get a PS5, that'd be great. And, you know, we're both thinking, you know, ha, 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 we're not going to, you know, you're not going to get one. It's, it's super hard to get one. The bots are impossible, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to January. I get emails from GameStop because I had signed up for all of the notifications for when pre-orders go live, you know, when I wanted my initial one thinking, you know, hey, I'll get I'll get ahead of the game. So I get an email from GameStop like, hey, we're going to have a limited amount of bundles for purchase. So I'm like, okay, go to GameStop, put a bundle in my cart, go to the same song and dance, except the same thing happened. Got one, bought one. And I'm like, holy crap, I beat the bots twice. Wow! What is even happening right now? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, I mean, I, I I usually don't like telling that story because you know people give me dirty looks. Like you have two, I can't even get one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but that's awesome. I mean, it's not like you're trying to scalp it or anything. It's no, like
1: you absolutely and your not. Parents, they both play. So no, I, I wanted one. She wanted one, and we actually use our systems. I'm, you know, I wasn't trying to buy one and you know flip it and get my money back. No, we genuinely wanted the the, the consoles.
0: Yeah. Oh, one day I'll get one. I uh, my buddy ended up getting a PS5, and I don't even have a PS4 just because I didn't. There were only a couple games I was interested in, and most of my friends had Xboxes. And so once he got his PS5, he's like, "Here you go. You can borrow my PlayStation 4, and here's all of these <laughs> games I already downloaded on it. Nice." I'm like, yes. <laughs> so now I'm playing through Final Fantasy seven Remake.
1: Yeah. See, I was I was the opposite way. All of my friends had PlayStations, and I was the only one with an Xbox. Oh, really? It really made me regret buying an Xbox. No oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So 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 right now I have I have one Xbox One and it pretty much serves as a glorified Netflix machine. Oh, sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I think it's because of of the kind of games that I play. Like so, like Sony has been ge- very heavily geared to to role playing games, pretty much from its inception. That's true. Whereas Xbox kind of, you know, went heavy towards your, you know, your action adventure and, and shooters, shooter types, which I don't mind a good action adventure game. But a lot of those were released on both platforms. But, you know, when when you go heavily into into first person shooters like like Halo, for example, I don't mind Halo. It's an OK game. But Halo and I are not on good terms, (laughs) purely for the fact. um, So I'll take you back a bit. So um, the summer of 2002, uh, I was stationed in Okinawa at this time, and everybody in the barracks had an Xbox. And there was this one day that um, there was a typhoon incoming. And, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. We basically had to shelter in place. Mm -hmm. So we start running uh, Cat 5 cables all through the (laughs) barracks hallways, (laughs) connecting up four different Xboxes, and we we do 16-player death matches. And it was that right there that turned me off from first-person shooters, because I'm just not good at competitive first-person shooters. I completely suck at it. So... I kind of held that bad taste in my mouth up, up until this day. Like I can't play call of duty. I can't play, you know, Fortnite or, you know, overwatch about any, any kind of like first person shooter. I just, I just can't do it. Cause I'm not good at it. Yeah. And then when you're getting heckled by, you know, 12 year olds in their mom's <laughs> basement, it, it, it just makes it that much more crappy. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to stick to the single player first person shooter. So that's why, you know, I like Borderlands. I yes. like Destiny because you don't necessarily have to interact with, with, uh, with other people if you don't want to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for Borderlands is by far my favorite series. That's not a secret. I, <laughs> I love co-op and I love the humor of it. And then if you die, you just respawn, not very far away and you just lose a little money, which money is pretty pointless in the game. Who cares? <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, yeah I, I totally mean, feel. yeah. I don't like doing competitive shooters yeah. or anything. I don't really like PVP in
1: general. Yeah. But co-op shooters, I'll, p- I'll play that all day. Cause that's yeah. just, that's just fun. Exactly.
0: Well, I, th- we should probably end this, uh, the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I could, I could, I could sit here and talk all day about anything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which we can continue talking afterwards. I, I'm fine with that. But editing wise, I gotta cut it off at some point.
1: <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to wind up editing like three hours worth of of stuff for an hour podcast. You know?
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Joe. Oh, thanks. For ha- thanks for having me. This was a blast.
0: Yeah. Why don't you plug your social media, your Twitch, anything oh. you got going on?
1: All right. Well, I mean, you can you can find me as Phantom Meeple just about everywhere on social media and on Twitch. Uh, right now I'm streaming four days a week, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Sunday. Uh, I do just about anything and everything, whether it's retro to modern and of course the occasional board game. So, uh, feel free to stop by, check me out and, uh, yeah, that's that's really about it. That's all I've got going on. Perfect.
0: All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. You can say bye if you want. (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) later everybody
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're like screw off (laughs) (laughs) no I'm done
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening to the board game community show you can follow me at nerd out with us and if there's a guest that you would like to get to know better, someone in the board game community, you can at me or email me at the board game community show at gmail.com. Until next week, keep nerding out.